past event videos. Check out all of this on his website, zenbitslap.com. And to get things underway, I've selected a passage from some AA literature to read. And in this case, it is the big book, or known as the book Alcoholics Anonymous. And I'll hand over to Paul. He'll riff out on it for a while before we open up the room for any questions or comments. And Paul, um, I'm going to an old favourite at uh, after the ABC on page 60 of the big book. So you got that there? So it goes like this. So it'll go for the those the next couple of paragraphs. Being convinced we were at step three, which is that we decided to turn our will and our life over to God as we understood him, just what do we mean by that and just what do we do? The first requirement is that we be convinced that any life run on self-will can hardly be a success. On that basis, we're almost always in collision with something or somebody, even though our motives are good. Most people try to live by self-propulsion. Each person is like an actor who wants to run the whole show, is forever trying to arrange the lights, the ballet, the scenery, and the rest of the players in his own way. If his arrangements would only stay put, if only people would do as he wished, the show would be great. Everybody, including himself, would be pleased. Life would be wonderful. In trying to make these arrangements, our actor may sometimes be quite virtuous. He may be kind, considerate, patient, generous, even modest and self-sacrificing. On the other hand, he may be mean, egotistical, selfish and dishonest. But as with most humans, he is more likely to have varied traits. Over to you, Paul. Great. Uh, I could read the first part, but I, the other part was missing. <laughs> the page has fallen out. Oh, God. Remember it well. First, and also, I wanted to speak, first of all, uh, welcome everyone, Paul, uh, alcoholic. Uh, if you're having trouble getting on the thing, we'll hopefully we'll work it out. Uh, yeah. And one thing that we say in the beginning, I want to speak about, which is Paul's take on the steps. Paul's takes on the steps is not really concerning the steps. It's an understanding before the steps and maybe seeing the steps from that understanding, which is the exact nature of the wrong is some kind of foreign pathogen or a parasitical movement, some sense of being other than us, because if not, we're, we're you know, handcuffed by the statement self can't get out of self without knowing it, we may be in the act of being identified as that which we like to get out of. Yes. So I feel that is the root of the problem. And it's prior to alcoholism. Alcoholism just amplifies this sense of being the other, this, this sense of self, yeah? It amplifies some of the qualities that a life based on self-will will represent or express, not all of them. And it tends to lean on what people would deem a negative side, like jealousy, sense of entitlement, all this, instead of compassion and love for others. <laughs> yeah, so that, the understanding of what may be the activity of the disease and doing an inventory from that view brings a new light to all the steps. It's not a changing of the steps. It, you just see them bit differently. Instead of calling self's manifestations yours, you see them as selves, yeah? which is a huge difference. And that carries on throughout all the steps. Yeah, so. Uh, 
Yeah, I believe the principles of AA are incredibly sound. The steps are sound, traditions, concepts, every, you know, all of it. What I do feel there's a lacking of is an understanding of the exact nature of the wrong. Yeah, or a confusion. And that confusion uh, affects everything after it. Yeah, so if you don't see the bondage of self, you may be looking from the bondage of self. So, yeah. And so I wanted to put that out there. Then yes, this, uh, the three points that are clear right above where uh, Dave started, which is that we were alcoholic and could not manage our own lives. See, that was much different than the first step because I felt when I first was introduced to the first step, I thought my drinking and using was causing the unmanageability. I believed the way I acted out when I was on Coke would stop if I stopped doing Coke. But what happened, I found uh, I had a rude awakening and that wasn't true. So there was an unmanageability that was amplified by the drinking and using, but was not truly caused by it. It was caused by the reliance on self. So the reliance on self was why my life was unmanageable. And it states here very clearly, the one of the, it says being convinced. And one of the things is, is the first requirement is that we be convinced that any life run on self will can hardly be a success. They don't mention alcohol or drugs there. Yeah, they're not mentioning that because that's a symptom. That's an activity that comes from this prior condition. The first requirement in this of being convinced of the how and why of it is that we are convinced that any life run on self-will can hardly be a success. Self-will isn't our will. Yeah, and obviously they're making a clarity between God's will and self's will. So will is there. There would be a will and then there would be something per prior to it, which is self, there'd be a will, and there's something prior to that, which is God, there's Billy a will, and there's something prior to that, which is, let's say, Paul and Michael, yes, but will is there, but what's directing the will is what comes before it, yeah, and so if you're identified as the problem, self is directing your will, it's looking out for its agenda, Whatever you think is your agenda is subservient to its agenda. Basically, you've been taken over and that will, let's say a driving force, where the direction of the driving is being directed by self. Yeah. So it says self will, any life run on self will, any life being directed by that self is going to be unsuccessful for us. Be completely convinced of that. Yeah. Drinking, no drinking. Yeah. So any life, it doesn't say the alcoholic life. It says any life run on self-will. So his idea is much not so specified as all this is going to clear up when you stop drinking and using. He's talking about underlying conditions, which is self running our will or directing our will. Now we have an option of trusting the infinite where God will direct our will. Yes. And then you judge the results, basically. 
AA doesn't need much advertising. It works. Yeah. It works if you work it. So if you follow the suggestions that don't have any specific thing of, you know, this will or that will, there will be a transfer of self-will to God's will. Let's call it God. You know, I don't like that, but it we're pointing at something. It's doesn't it, it don't get caught in the color of the pointing. It's just the something is pointing at. Yeah. So there is a transfer. The will is there. Yes, yes, yes. Will is will. But what before it is what directs the will. It puts it to use. It gives it purpose. Yeah. That's why we have a term called the new employer. Because to be employed is to be used. Yeah. So something is going to use us. A lot of us have been used by self. Yeah. This idea of being something that we're not really. And it has gone to an absurd level and it's managing causes life to be unmanageable. And we want to forget that. So we get loaded. We want to fucking have a rush. So we shoot dope, you know, but basically it's all a drive to get out of that, which we're not truly in, but we, through the identification as self, we're completely saddled with, with diminished possibilities. When I saw I wasn't that, the possibility of being free from it became available, clear as day, yeah? All that was needed was I needed to be convinced that I wasn't self, yes? I don't know what I am, but I know I'm not that mental image that constantly, constantly is being talked about all day. I know I'm not that. And I know I'm not the doer of that behavior because I was taken over and used for transportation and you aren't going to, I don't care if you sit me down for four weeks and you try to convince me that I did all that shit under the influence. I'm not going to get it, believe it, because that's not my experience. I do not believe I crawled on all fours looking for lint, thinking it was cocaine on a rug. I don't, I think something drove me to that condition. Yes. Self. So I want to be very clear. We're not adding on to anything of the book. We're trying to bring a clarity, an understanding, so that you can see the solution, not from the problem. So you can see the solution by recognizing the problem. Yeah? And the problem is just this. It just said it. The first requirement of the how and why of it is that we be convinced that self-will a life run on self-will can hardly be a success. How can there be confusion about that diagnosis? Yeah. It doesn't say our will. Any life run on our will is not going to be successful, does it? Or doesn't it? It does not say that. Our would, would sort of imply Mickey, David, Paul. It says self-will, which I do not believe implies Mickey, Dave, and Paul, I don't, yeah? I see it, it rings a bell of foreignness to me. And I humbly believe that's why the problem doesn't exist for me a day at a time, truly, yeah? I don't believe the problem doesn't exist. I believe a problem does not exist as me. It may be existing, but it's not me, yeah? That's to me, that's incredibly different than what I've heard and what I was hearing. Yeah. 
So that's what we're here, you know, to me, you know, when I'm here, I have no intent. If there's any intention, it's not to clarify the period from the comma on page 68. I don't care, really. I want to get to the exact nature of it. Yeah. And I feel like I was brought to seeing something and what I saw hasn't been unseen for now 20 something years or however it's been. And I have the grace and the privilege to be able to share it with, with people by the people who set up David, these Zooms. And so we do, yeah? But we don't vary from the intention or the point, yeah? Yeah, yeah. You, can, you have to see a difference when, be, when it says self-will and God's will and our will, yes? It doesn't say any life run on God's will is hardly going to be a success or our will. It says self's will. Yeah. Self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. Someone sent me some, something. I should look it up. Uh, how, many, how many times the word self is said in the book? Probably more than any other word. At least any other topic. Yeah. It's it's peppered throughout the whole thing what the hell is it is it ego well if it's ego what's the feeling of having an ego and what's the feeling of i think i lost an ego what is that sense that's before an ego yeah i see that's the bondage of self there yeah the sense of being the doer no matter what's done through you yeah so you can't give yourself relief because you believe you did all that shit while you were under the influence yet if you looked at what you did and compared it to other people what they did under the influence it looks quite similar yeah but no no i did it i did it i did it yeah to me that's the bondage of self really yeah to be bound to a past based on the idea that you were the doer, no matter what happened, you did it or you had something to do with it. I don't believe that anymore. I don't, yeah. And I've, I've had a lot of relief from guilt and shame. And you know, the door isn't shut on the past, nor do I regret it. I see value in everything. Every fucking thing that ever happened brought about where I may seem to be today. It had a role. So therefore, how can I say that was a terrible incident when I was pulled over and went to jail if the next day I went to an AA meeting and now I've been sober for 34 years? Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. I'm just, uh, I want to put this out because I, it's so easy just to move on from the exact nature of the wrong and then get into the all the specific expressions of the wrong. I'd rather just see how we're linked or how we're bonded to self. How? Yeah, because obviously to be bonded to something, you must be something else. Yes? If there's bondage of self, there must be something else that plays the other role of what's bonded to self. Isn't that us? Isn't it us that's bonded to self? Do, does us do it? 
or does the mental process glue that together? Does the mental process reinforce the us as self? Does it or doesn't it? It sure sounds like it if you listen to the head all day. So what are we? A great mystery? I don't know. But whatever there is, there is, and then there's a bonding of self. Yeah? So that whatever that is seems to be bound to self. That's it's not self. Yeah. There would be no bonding if self can't get out of self. That's why, because there's no bonding there. Yeah. So if self was other than self, it could probably get out of it. But because self is self, it can't get out of self. Yeah. Why we can get out of the bondage of self because we're not self. We're that which is bound to self. Yeah. So maybe we could be bound to God or bound to higher power or bound to Buddha nature, whatever, but bound to something other than self. And maybe being bound to something other than self wouldn't appear as bondage. Yeah, it would be, it would appear as liberation from self. Yeah, it would appear as peace from self. It would appear as hallelujah. Yeah. You're still bonded, let's say, but now you're bonded. Now it's a new employer being all powerful. It's going to take care of us. Yeah. And so now you, you see something like, you know, something is doing for me what I can't do for myself. And previously something was doing through me that I wouldn't do through myself. Yes. Something did, something used me exact same way as the new employer used me, but how it used me and what it did to the tool and how it left the tool is completely different. Yeah. Who wants to be employed by self? That's, that was what I want to emphasize, because there's tons of people who know the steps perfectly or whatever. They can milk the cow of, get the best milk out of it. But I never heard someone share this, and that's why we're here. Maybe they're doing it now. Maybe I missed it. Maybe I sh should have gone to some other country where they were sharing it. I just didn't hear it over the, all the years. I heard everyone getting the directions of, you're going to look at your resentments, your fears, your harms to others, when it says very clearly those manifestations are of self. Yeah. I humbly believe that's a mistake. Or at least this idea of looking at self's manifestations should be more included in how we put on, how we pass on the steps. Yeah. And people I know who I've worked with who have seen it through these lenses seem to have traveled lighter. Yeah. As, as I have. That's why we're here. That's why we're so passionate after all these years, because this little idea produces a large effect. Huge effect. Yeah. Could you imagine a life where you saw thoughts not as yours? 
Maybe you would be able to travel lighter through thoughts. Maybe you could find forgiveness if it wasn't always your behavior and you should have known better. Yes? Maybe there'd be forgiveness where you can be do, moved to do almost anything given the right conditions. Yeah? So there you go. Yeah, it's beautiful reading. If you just go on, he just said it. This is the how and why of it. The first requirement of what? Of, to be convinced of is any life run on self-will can hardly be a success. It doesn't state alcohol or drugs or anything in there. It says self-will any, and any mm. life. Yeah. Mm. Any. Amazing. Thanks very much, Paul. Um, and it's good to see you again. Um, and I just, uh, it's opportunity now if you want to ask a question or you want to make a point. And I just wanted to say um, personally, it's good to be here. I haven't heard, been, uh, I've been, I'm back employed, would you believe? Um, but it's certainly, I think one of the privileges of the last two years with lockdown has, has come through, has, has come, I've had the privilege of doing this with you and listening to you over and over and over again of saying this thing and the same thing in many different ways and going through the book. And it's really invigorated my sobriety and my understanding of, of steps and if you want to say non-duality or whatever you want to, however you want to call it, I don't know. But um, it's certainly, I can go to meetings and I can talk about the stuff that we speak about, but it's totally over other people's heads. I don't know if anyone else has had that experience, but you know, they just, you, you might be talking a total foreign language. You might be talking Icelandic for all that matters because it doesn't really pay attention. Um, but I was thinking uh, the other night, I saw a... David, what you are speaks louder than what you say. On some yes. level, it, yeah. some level it is gone. It may get detoured later. It may be used to point somewhere else, but something triggers. People feel mm. it. I have said stuff at meetings. People love it. And then I, they say, well, where can I see more of this? I tell them to go to Zen Bitch Slap. I never hear from them again. Yeah? <laughs> so the package has a lot of importance. To whether to sign for any delivery, and this is pro this is a mental problem because we're conceptualized, yeah. And like it says, and they knew it then because they said that thing by Herbert Spencer, contempt prior to investigation. There's a whole fucking lot of that in all of our. Yeah? Well, I'm just going to turn your camera off for a bit, mate. Um, it seems to be. Uh, I think your audio is going a bit crackly there. I'm just going to try that. So. Um, can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you. Great. Yeah, so any, great. Any, the tendency of the head is to go myopic. It just is. Yeah. So why did they put that thing in there by Herbert Spencer? Because they saw their own heads doing the same thing. Yeah. Contempt prior to investigation. Mm-hmm. I mean, some people don't even open up the package because they think it's it's foreign to what they're used to getting delivered. Mm. So they don't even mm. open it up. So that doesn't matter. The matter is if you're compelled to express far out. That note gets mm. out into the cacophony of sound out there. It does. Yes. You'd be surprised. Mm. But of the, course, um... little numbers ding got it ding got it ding got it ding dot you know what i mean 
on the Zoom. It's nothing to do with that. That's none of our business. Our business is to put something out and whatever, (laughs) I have faith in it, whatever it happens will happen, yeah. But my my jurisdiction is over. I just showed up and it comes through and that's that, yes. Yeah. I'm sure I have, I would have liked to have heard it, perhaps, you know, when I was out there mm. or when I got me into, too. I would have. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> mm. I, I think you've, um, you mentioned this once, I think it was a couple of years ago, a year or so, but I, I did, I watched a wildlife documentary. I don't know. I think it was on Facebook. It was like something. It was about these wasp larva. That, that that lay there or wasp that lay their larva inside the, the head of a cockroach i think in a jungle and the larva actually takes over the body of the cockroach and it's sort of remote it, it drives the cockroach around or this this bug it drives them around the larva and i thought and i thought that was a great analogy you've and i know you've said that before but it was is that that's why i love what you've said how you've said it is that it's almost like we've siloed a lot of that stuff and that's really good for me being simple-minded is that I keep it really simple and, and I, to know that the parasite is in there and is trying to drive me and it's separate to me is is has been a you know been a revelation for me so I'm, I'm very grateful for that that's been one of the one of the big bonuses of the COVID of lockdown is being able to get access to this on a regular basis I'm sure other people agree with me and it can help because once it gets established, uh, your seeing gets directed through those glasses. And then what you see is a lot different. And maybe it will make more sense to you than the old glasses. Yeah. So this is an understanding of the exact nature of the wrong. Maybe it helps. Yeah. Yeah. But Certainly as me, that's for sure. Sadly, low on exact uh, under, uh, on understandings about the exact, exact nature of the wrong. <laughs> I do. Mm. I do. But you, you know, you mentioned that about the book, and I love. Uh, and one of my favourite bits in the book is the, those three: the ABC before. You know, the, the, and I love, and I, that's really simple. Again, in that simple simplicity of the book, you know, and and it's funny how you said that. There's people that still, you know, that they they'll they'll pound the big book until it's thin. And you know, till it's microscopically thin, and yet they'll ignore the ABC, or they'll ignore the, like you said, about the exact nature of the wrong. It's 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 funny how we get blinded to it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's mm. the point. That's why mm. the only way, like you probably would never listen to this if it was coming from someone not AA. We're using a the what's in the book. <laughs> It's not, we're not like erasing some shit and putting other shit in there. It's right in the book. I mean, that sentence, being convinced self manifested in various ways, is what has defeated us. I think that's not, you don't need like a, a, a postgraduate doctrine to understand that sentence, do you? It's a pretty simple sentence. Being convinced means to believe with certainty. Self. I don't know what that is. Yeah, manifested. I know what manifest means. It appears. Yeah, it comes to pass. Yeah, manifests in various ways. So there's a lot of different manifestations. There's not just one. Uh, has defeated. I know defeated. Yeah, that's occurred a lot. Us. 
So I don't see there's any chasm of misunderstanding between any of those words. It's just simple progression, yeah? And then, based on that, we're going to swivel. We're now going to look at its manifestations. Obviously, where that where the arrow stops isn't pointing to us. It's pointing to self, yeah? Its means self, <laughs> all right? So that's what we're supposed to be. That's how we're, we're it's trying to direct our, our, how we're looking, yeah, to self, not to us, yeah? It's, it just says, oh, self-manifesting is what has defeated us. We're now going to look at us as, all of us as problems. No, it says it's. <laughs> We're going to look at its common manifestations, meaning self, yeah? And then the next paragraph starts with resentment. I can't, where does it go off the rails there? Where do we lay down imaginary track to arrive at another I thought I think it it's plainly stated the arrival. It says it, the whole thing says it all. Yeah, doesn't it? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I just I don't. All I needed was that light on, and it made then the the sentence made a completely different sense. My understanding of that sentence seemed to have changed in the first few years. And suddenly mm. something happened. It's never changed since then, ever. Yeah? Mm. I see self as other, and I see us. I think I'm not, I'm not, uh, the video's not here, eh? Hold on. Yeah? Uh, oh, you got my video down, right, Dave? To make the Yeah, work. just, uh, it's, you're a bit, you're a bit crackly it's uh it's sort of try that start your video all right let me try it now yeah can you hear me? you can see me now because i can i can hear you but we we can't see you oh, okay. oh there you are oh my god we've got you through the sentence and i was that 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 you know yeah so you got it right at least uh, as an not believing it or not you have an understanding that self sort of implies something other than us, yeah? And this something other than us has defeated us by its manifestations. And we are now gonna look at not us, but its manifestations. And then resentment is implying it's a manifestation of self or not us, <laughs> yeah? Has my logic gone off the rails so completely that's not where it arrives? Yeah, someone, someone, uh, help me then. <laughs> Is he talking about us all along and everything that ever happened through us was done by us and we're responsible for everything that us has done? Yeah, I don't know. I don't see it that way. So there you go. <laughs> Amazing. Mm. Yeah. I think, um, again, anyone else want to come in? You can. Um, I just also, you know, when you said, um, you know, that you, the, the whole sort of drama and stuff that happened um, in your life growing up, and you know, that's how it is, how I've been now, because it's, I, I feel like I've been whittled into, I've whittled into wherever I am at the moment. I've been kind of 
through pain and trauma and drama and all that stuff whittled to where I'm at. And I guess that is that that sense of gratitude in a very bizarre way because I didn't feel like that three or four years ago. It was very much um, woe is me, you know. It may be a painful way to go, but what can a failed system show you? It's failed. And if you don't, if you're not done in, in other words, if you don't die, that's a very valuable, you know, reckoning. <laughs> Self-reliance has failed us. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's like a whole different pivot. Yeah, yeah. It's like you know, yeah. there's always a lot of changes, but some are really, let's say, uh, volcanic. Yeah, some changes really. The amount of degrees you're moved into a different direction is noticeable. Yes like getting struck sober and shit. And to me, seeing self as other was one of those moments. Yeah, to have a clear feeling feeling that I was not that deeply, ultimately, was a profound uh, moment. Yeah, it's changed the direction of living for a while. So it has nothing. To, yeah, so and certainly you take yourself take it easy on yourself a little bit better that's for sure definitely we're not trying to add on to the steps we're trying to bring a vision to it yes maybe seeing from a clear diagnosis of what's been going on will even make it more amazing the big book and shit to me it really does yeah yeah so Definitely. So any more hands there going to come up or it's going to be a short one? I see, I see my friend Ted's there. Ted's here. Ted, are you still here or has he got off? Where is he? Ted McGowan. Is he gone? He's gone. Does anyone want to say anything or are we going to, going to let Mr. Hederman get off? Hi, David. St hey, Stacy. Hey, Paul. How are you? Good. So I, I did some of my own little research on this idea around um, – you know, where, where, does it, where does it become like our resentments? You know, why do we keep calling them ours? And, and I found in the big book on page 62 and on page 70, it refers to, you know, we reviewed our, we reviewed um, uh, on page 62 is on our resentments. It clearly states our resentments. And so like you had talked to before about like how some of these, some of these issues that we're contending with are within the, the, the language system. Okay, yes. and and then like like I I wish they would use a different word besides self, but this is what we're dealing with. And then and then when I looked at um, what really became apparent to me was when it says like our and then fears, and then our fears it's used several times on page sixty three. It says lose our fear today on page sixty eight. It says reviewed our fears thoroughly to page 68 to, re, to re, remove our fear and direct our thinking and then our fears fall so it's like it's to me to me it's constantly pointing back that that when i'm identified like that that it's referring to that i am that that i'm causing these things yes yeah okay. it's just it's it goes like that it takes complete turns 180s yeah yeah I know. That's why it may not be a loud voice, but it's still in there. 
yeah, where it was very clear to me, being convinced self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. And I think a couple of statements I don't agree with in the book, which is we manufacture our own misery. I don't believe that. I believe something uses us to manufacture misery. And that's a life run on self will. Yeah. So it's just, uh, yeah, it's, he says a lot of stuff, different letters or words, but the position of looking at it is changes a lot. But of course, the basic mode is always going to be about us. And it may have had a role because, you know, alcoholism is really about uh, a denial uh, uh, of responsibility. Yes. So we would love to say our fear was really based on them. You know, they're causing me to be in fear and shit like that. So when you take responsibility maybe it would look like all right my resentments finally i'm taking responsibility for the resentments but hopefully it doesn't stop there hopefully it leads to an accountability where yeah the dog i own took a shit on the neighbor's lawn i'm responsible for that but i'm not account you know i'm actually accountable for that i didn't take the shit on the lawn you know it sounds like uh, mincing, but it's much, it's very, very important. It is because if you keep claiming everything moving through you, you're going to be bound by what's moving through you to an idea of self. Yes. Yeah. So we're not, obviously the book really reinforces it's you and you need to do it, but there are some fucking incredible jewels in that book that override everything else that's said in the book to me, which is page 64 and any life run on self-will and all these statements about self without knowing it or knowing it, they were pointing clearly to what was going on. Yeah. Yet it's sort of like the same thing when people have the experience, they get, they get, they get brought into the gravitational pull of the infinite, but then they get sex, suck back into the gravitational pull of self yes yeah yeah so when i'm speaking in the gravitational pull of self i see and speak differently about the same thing i would say different if i was in the pull of the higher power yes yeah so yeah but yeah it happens all over i couldn't emphasize if you didn't but the thing is i've read all the book i saw the emphasis in that yeah our our my my i did it i did it but i did i did not see any emphasis of what i felt was presented by the page 64 being convinced self manifest in various ways i saw very almost no emphasis in that i never heard about it yeah so if anything we're uh just trying to call out and maybe point to there's other possibilities in the book. Yeah. Yeah. They're not anti anything. There's just other possibilities. You don't have to see everything through one lens. You can put on another pair of glasses like Chuck C a new pair of glasses and then look at the same thing that you look through the other glasses with. Maybe you'll see more looking through the second pair of glasses. So here you go. 
Yeah. <laughs> the other one didn't work for me. Yeah. My life, as it says in that thing, that David thing, you know, the person driven by self-will can be virtuous, kind, shit like that. Yeah. Now, I had no idea of that. I thought if I was acting like I was virtuous, I was virtuous. But they just blew that out of the water. No, that could be self-will disguise without me knowing it at all. Yeah, that's the whole point. Isn't there a lot of stuff going on without us knowing it? And wouldn't it, it would behoove us to have clarity about some of them because some of them are pretty profound. If something's going to glue me to past behaviors as the doer of them, and the only way, the only way they can they shine are as shame and guilt. I, you know, I, I'd like to see another way of looking at that because that's like thirty-five years ago. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've been paying rent on this shit for all this time. I'd rather spend that attention and interest on something else that's alive, let's say. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm right about the book, but I'm dead. I don't fuck that. That's not attractive to me. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, hey, read her. Hey, before contempt prior to investigation, maybe do a little bit of an inventory and see, look at a resentment as a manifestation of self instead of yours. Just that's not hard, is it? As a as a exercise, we're not asking for much. Maybe four or five resentments or four or five fears. Do the inventory, but now don't look at it as looking at those manifestations as selves and self is other. See how it feels. It feels different. Yeah. It's the same information. It just, but the, what collates it is different. Maybe there'll be a sense of lightness in it. Uh, that's attractive. Yeah. Yeah. We're not saying this is the only way just look. All right. Today, let's say, uh, I have a fear that the website isn't doing the job that it was set out to do. Yeah. And I'm anxious about that. What's, uh, what's my role in it? Well, I'm self-seeking and frightened. I like it to work, but I'm selfish. I don't want to do anything. And basically because I don't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe I could be more honest and, you know, try to be more attentive when people tell me how to work things, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. All right. So, oh yeah. All right. So I could also, all right. And let's say, oh, that angst, that self-centeredness and self-seeking and frightened isn't mine. Yeah. I'm not self-centered and self-seeking and frightened. There's self-seeking and frightened and self-centeredness. Yeah, it's completely different. <laughs> so in other words, when these descriptions of self stop applying to be a description of you, there's freedom from the bondage of self because the head is constantly describing self and we take it to be us. And that's the active bonding agent. Yeah, where the loss of us is the bondage of self. 
So us gets bonded to self, and now there's seemingly only self, and then self wanting to get out of self, yeah? But there's an us there that's been completely underemphasized, yeah? How? Because the head is constantly talking about self, and we're identified as it. So we're thinking we're doing everything the thought's saying. So when we do an inventory and we find self-seeking and frightened, we're afraid to look at that because we think it means us, that I'm, I'm self-seeking and frightened. How can you do a fearless inventory if you're identified with every piece of the, uh, of the inventory? You're going to like, oh, I don't want this to go. I don't, you know what I mean? Like a hoarder. You're not going to fucking sell anything of the unsellable shit. Yeah. But a fearless inventory is when you're looking at something that's not you. You can fucking tell the truth. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so do you think, so do you think that the, that maybe, maybe what they're trying to do with us on page 64 and talking about it, an owner of a shop that doesn't take inventory on his products is that they're trying to set us up to where like those products in that shop aren't me. I hope so. I mean, that's what, you know, a business, a business inventory would be obviously something other than you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what they were going through because, you know, just like we're directed, they were directed. That which is directed does, is really more in a need-to-know basis, not I understand everything, yeah? You know, you a lot of times you're sharing and you say something and then someone comes up to you and says, I was so completely moved by what you said and then explained how they understood it. This is not how you were understanding it at all. So, you know what I mean? It's just like, it's just people make it up what it is. So here you go. But as an anchor of what we're suggesting is you can't seem to get around the sentence on page 64. <laughs> There's no, yeah. I mean, it's not talking us has defeated us. It's talking self. Maybe they thought it was the ego. And, uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> Even if it's the ego, you can see that as foreign, can't you? Yeah. Yeah. You don't think you're the ego. You have an ego, all right? But in fact, the ego seems to have you. So you use that if you like. I don't, I'm not a believer in that, but uh, it doesn't matter. But it's foreign, isn't it? So if self is ego, it's still, it's nature is it's foreign to us. Yeah. It's not us, it's an add-on or it's a appendage that's not, it says it's completely necessary, but it may not be as necessary as it says, yeah? Yeah? So the, the sense of foreignness is still there. Yeah. I just want something, see, what happened with me, something triggered, and when I saw it as not me, the possibility of being free from it became available. It was like that. I mean, it was I, it was like a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. I and I've never forgotten it. Yeah, I never have because I was looking in one way and then I suddenly saw in another way. Like the contrast was pretty distinct. Yeah, and it was described. And then 
as soon as I saw that sentence in this other way, I felt I could be free from it. Yeah. I mean, really felt it. Talk about hope. I mean, a hope that grew a tree like immediately. So it was like the hope of a seed. I saw the whole oak tree. Hey, I can be free of it. Yeah. Far out. I mean, to me, that was, uh, that was, uh, yeah, unbelievable, really. I got it, and then it opened me up to a new possibility. And it and then it informed me why that new possibility wasn't available, because I was in the, in the act of self trying to get out of self all fucking day. <laughs> Since I've been six years old or something, so... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So self can't get out of self was explained exquisitely in a second, and then felt over time. I could see uh, all all the themes and activities of my life could be boiled down to that. Me trying to get out of me, <laughs> as me. <laughs> proved totally unsuccessful other than showing me self can't get out of self, which is valuable. Yeah. I wish I would have learned a little faster, but whatever. <laughs> I'm happy I've learned now. <laughs> that, inf that knowledge is, is being applied every moment of every day for quite a while now. Yeah. Great. All right, thanks, Mike. Well, listen, if there's no nobody else, um, we can call it a day if you want. Paul, do you want to um, do you want to say your farewells? Yes, yes. Hey, this was a this was a very nice meeting. Very it was, nice. it was. A lot of juice flowing, so yeah. Yes, yeah, good. It's good to be here. Actually, I've just, yeah, I've missed it. So. Always good to see you, David. I know we joke. Yeah, you too. That's the that's. That's the crippled way an East Coast person shows effect. Yes. <laughs> I know, and I like every time you every time you rip the piss out of me, I know that you love me. That's fine. I'm okay with that. Yeah, we screw with the people we love. It's a little bit Hello, <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. All right. All right. All right. You wanna say your farewells? Michael Stacy. Alive and well and popping in Madeira. Thank you, Michael, for the little uh, dialogue. Roman, as always, there he is. We got Mickey, Mickey, the matriarch of Madeira, over, overlooking everything. Very nice. Yes. Uh, I feel like I'm in good hands. Stefan, I'm having never left, as always. We got Jack G. Uh, He's yeah, an escapee from the rodeo, if you've seen him last time, with the hat and the beard. Yeah. David O, David uh, G, from, he is the, uh, the uh, originator of this Zooms, these Zooms, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Terry, always a pleasure to see Terry. Terry's in the level of, on having never left also, yes, it's very nice. We got Chris Mammoth Lakes. He's out in the open. There's some sun up there. Little, little uh, cloudy. Beautiful. David B. We got Zach. 
Amy from Seattle, always a pleasure. Nice to see you, Amy. Uh, who else? Uh, let's see. We've got uh, Laurie. I think Laurie B. Listening from Nevada. We got Ben. We got Senna. We got Zach. Uh, yeah, that's, I think that's it. Thank you for having a talk with me, David. Yeah, that'd be great.